Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a direct message network and podcast one production. We are directly to your favorite stars. Hey, Michael Phelps here. I want to tell you a bit about online therapy. Online therapy is not about time and place. It's anytime and any place. Did you know that over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health? I'm one of them. And that's why I'm here to tell you about online therapy and how it can change your life. Online therapy is just as easy as joining a video call or texting with a friend. Only you'll be talking to a licensed therapist from your device on your schedule. Talkspace is more committed than ever to making therapy accessible and affordable for all. Go to Talkspace.com and start working with a licensed therapist today. Brought to you by Talkspace. Therapy for all. Get $100 off your first month of Talkspace therapy with coupon 100 for you. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 smart bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 smart bed is only $8.99, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Is it just me or have you noticed that pretty much everyone on social media right now is drinking some sort of like sparkling water beverage? That man me because I'm literally drinking it right now. I know. Takes. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, but if we're going to talk about sparkling water, we have to talk about me and the stuff that I like because you know I'm a LaCroix boy and you know I love LaCroix sparkling water. Uh, LaCroix delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle, which is important, mm-hmm. with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. And now there are 27 flavors, so you can never get bored. Um, but what's really cool about these is uh, LaCroix sparkling waters are gluten-free, vegan, kosher, and non-GMO, Whole30 approved, environmentally friendly, and the cans are sustainable and recyclable, and they're first on the market to be produced without BPA liner, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so enjoy LaCroix sparkling water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. You can get LaCroix sparkling water nationwide. If you want a full list of retailers, just visit LaCroixWater.com. And for more information, join the LaCroix community on social media at LaCroix Water. This is adulting like a mother father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be headed to rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, or good evening. Dude, I thought you were going to get into a song right there. You were like, good morning. I thought you were going to keep going. I wouldn't do that to anyone. Um, Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. And we're both... Adults. adults. And if you're what an adult mother <laughs> or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. So um, I'm properly caffeinated. So let's just hit the, the ground running. But let me just um, 
Let me just tease the fact that we have a really special guest on the show for all of you victorious lovers out there. We got to chat with one of my co-stars who I just love so dearly, and I'm really excited to jump into that. But before that, let's uh, let's chat about a little adulting win and fail action. How about that? That sounds great. I'll, I'm going to let you start. Oh my gosh, you always do this. The floor is open. Okay, okay. Well, I obviously never prepare anything because that's just how I roll. So let's just go off the top of my head. Adulting win is your coffee game has been so so strong so that's my win or your win it's my win and it's our win win. it is a win win. it's a family win yeah i mean i just show up and drink the stuff and then i feel like i'm on one and it's so exciting um i I need some clarification when you say show up does that mean you just walk out from another room yeah yeah no i I come out from the bedroom and then makes sense you are already at work and it's great and it smells good. I feel like I spend good. like about a fourth <laughs> of my day behind the machine, <laughs> which is, I'm fine with it. No, you know? I'm very fine with it. But your feet it. get tired. Is that what? Just okay. from standing still. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what also gets tired? My entire body from carrying a 30 pound child. Yeah. But I have to do that too. Yeah. So but I'm half your size. Right. So and don't forget it. Cause sometimes you think like you're, you're the same size as me. Like when we go to it's bed situational. at night. Situational. When no. we go to bed at night. Yeah. You, you try to establish like you want to lay in the middle of the bed before I even get in. Okay. And that's not fair because I'm way bigger. Well, that's because you equal know I mean? rights. Stick to the fourth, your fourth of the bed oh, and I'll take the other three fourths. you. No, 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 no. We get equal parts of the bed because that's how it should be. No, but you, the thing you is, deserve no more bed than I do. I think equal's fine. I'll give you equal, but mm-hmm. your equal is like you want to lay down and establish like your position in the middle of the bed before I get in. That's not accurate. And if yes, that is, is accurate, let me explain. You gotta why. let me get in and like create my space first, and then you can maybe encroach on my space. Oh, you're so demanding. You know what I mean? You in your robe right now, me looking at you in your robe. Dude, this has become the real deal. <laughs> this is every day. Gosh. Anyways, okay, let's, let's, let's get back to, to the, the show fail. here. So, okay, so, so my your fail? win is being caffeinated, drinking yes. good coffee. Yes. Okay. And you know what? Some people out there might be like, listen, you should lay off a little bit of the caffeine. But let me tell you something. That's been a little bit of my vice lately. But you know? you're, you're pretty conservative with it. Like I make you a coffee in the morning and you may or may not drink the whole thing. Usually yeah. like you spread it out through the morning and maybe even into the afternoon. And like occasionally you'll touch a second coffee during the day. Well, I developed that habit while being pregnant because I just wanted to, if I was going to consume coffee, I wanted to make sure that I was mindful about how much because of geo, but same thing because I'm still nursing. So I Mm. just try to spread it out and then Mm -hmm. I try to drink water. Long story short, my fail is when the caffeine starts to dissipate. And then all of a sudden, all of the big dreams, the motivation, all of these like visualizations. Also dissipate. Yeah, they all just start to go away. I get it. I I get why maybe some people enjoy a nice alcoholic beverage once in a while, because I would imagine that that gives you some sense of freedom as well, like in your thinking. Yeah, there's there's several things that do that. Yeah, several things, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I totally get it. Coffee makes you feel like you're on top of the world. Right. You want to go, go, go. I'm like Like, sweating right now. Yeah. And it's not even. It's nine o'clock. But that's why I like drinking a little bit of coffee all day long. No, I agree with that. You know what I mean? Like I'll I'll hit the machine and and pull a shot. Like 
on good days four or five times a day. <laughs> but you know what's crazy is I don't even have to enjoy the coffee that you're drinking, but just you turning the machine on and enjoying one yourself mm-hmm. makes me feel good. It's like when we're watching TV or something and we see someone drink a coffee, we're like, oh, we lo- you're our people. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. For okay, sure. hit us with some adulting wins and fails because we Wait, got a good episode. Is that, is that your up. fail? Yeah, the fail is when it starts to chill out. Oh, on me. right, right, I'm right. I'm like, right. no, no, yeah, yeah. Dad come brain. on back. I've been telling everybody I have dad brain lately, and it's it's a real thing. Like, everybody, you're seeing all your people. <laughs> yeah, all my people. <laughs> Where? Online. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on the web. Anyways, like it's a real thing. Like I sometimes I don't remember what I did two minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I'll set out to do something, and I'll start walking towards something, or like start working on something, and in in like five seconds, done. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't even know where I'm going and why. Yeah. It's it's a little scary. But anyway, so my my adulting win, uh, and this is going to be so boring. But then don't make it long. Cause it's, it's a win for me. Okay. We've had this damn, this I can say damn. Yeah. yeah. We've had this damn fire pit in the backyard. Oh, yeah. For, for like, what, we get it on Wayfair or something? Yeah, we did. For what, a year? <laughs> Probably longer because I wasn't covered. pregnant when it we got it. It was never connected, never set up, whatever. Just, just sitting out there. It looked nice underneath the cover, but like... <laughs> never used i finally set it up and i finally went and got a propane tank yeah which i was like i know this is probably so dumb and i probably sound really dumb but i was like where do you even get a propane tank like i know usually you can get one at the grocery store maybe a gas station which is where i ended up getting one but i had to tap some of my resources to figure out where to get one around Mm -hmm. here but we did it okay i got a propane tank the fire pit is set up it's been it's been ran Mm -hmm. it looks lovely at Can night. Can you post that picture that you took of the backyard at night? Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. post it because it's just, it's magical. It, okay. Well, well, I'll think about it. Okay. I'll, I'll talk to my people and see if okay. that's cool. <laughs> um, okay, so that's my win. My fail, my fail is, uh, I don't have one. Oh. Yeah, I don't have one. Oh. I think it was a pretty good week. That's great. Yeah. So we're moving on. So, what some adulting is? Adulting is. Okay. I have one. You go first then. And it, it pertains to the fire pit. Adulting oh, okay. is <laughs> noticing that it's just drizzling just a little bit uh-huh. in the morning in LA. Oh, yeah. And going out and putting the cover back on. Because right. that's what like in a, the wet, a dad would do. Morning. In your robe, in your slippers. Yeah. Like, hey, there's not supposed to be water on the lava rocks. Yeah. Because oh. you can't run it when they're wet. So I'm going to cover it back up. That was a big move. I was proud of you. Um, We're doing big things. Okay. Adulting is learning how to accept the uncomfortable. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's a big one. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. I I wish you said like... Becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable, but Whatever. accepting is fine. I don't I, listen. I'm just rolling off the tip of my tongue. So why do you say that? Um, because I like I just feel like recently with the times we're in, I've had to just sort of constantly tell myself to just be more accepting and just deal with things like without being too emotional because sometimes I want to get angry about what's going on, and then sometimes I feel super confused, and then I feel like. I'm all over the place. Like, who do I trust? And then like, you know, like for instance, okay, this is another adulting is. Adulting is like figuring out who, like who you trust. 
right? Yeah. So in the in the investing world, it's called do your own research. Oh, okay. But how do you do your own research? So for instance, you got to go and read. Like you got to no, go. No, 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 and- no, 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 no. I'm not even talking. You're right. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Like do some digging as to like what's behind all this COVID stuff. If you want to understand more about you know what's going on in the world, which I don't know if I necessarily do because already I feel like it can stress me out if I know too much mm. um, which I know is probably not an well, adulting way of handling everything things. with a grain of salt like I worked in an industry for a long time where you had to have professional skepticism okay you know what I mean gosh you are full of insight well it's true like and that's the way that like I just am kind of always mm-hmm. you can tell me something and, and if I trust you if I've developed like a long-term relationship connection with you and I, I i trust the way your brain works and like what you usually do that's the only time i can trust that but if you tell me something i go yeah 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 mm-hmm. i get it but if i care enough i'm gonna look into it myself as well yeah you know what i mean totally and i feel like that's kind of what you got to do with this covid situation it's like you got stuff coming at you from every angle and we haven't even really been consuming any media it's more no. like conversations through friends and family but like you have to vet all the stuff coming in you know what I mean? You can't just listen to what somebody says. They probably just pulled a headline or something. Sure. And then you take that and run with it. Yeah. No, I know. I'm, it's much more my personality to absorb people's like opinions and thoughts. And then I just sort of like start to develop like weird ideals of, I mean, I don't know what's yeah, true or what's do. not. You're, you're guilty of hearing something <laughs> and then running with it. <laughs> yeah. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay, so you probably know this by now, but I am just such a big fan of Go Macro. Um, so not only just are their bars delicious and we keep them stocked at our house um, all the time, but the mission behind the bars is uh, they're honestly one of the most, I think, ethical and mindful companies that we really love supporting and we're really glad that they're supporting us. Um bars are high quality. Their ingredients are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and they're soy-free. Also, they have a give-back bar, and right now it's coconut, almond butter, and chocolate chips. That flavor is by far one of my favorites. Um, The company is a mother-daughter owned. It's based in a rural community, and they just have a mission to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle. And right now... um, they are doing something super cool. So year round, a portion of their net proceeds from Go Macro's everlasting joy macro bar goes towards feeding and housing those in need. So to learn more about Go Macro's give back programs and to give their tasty bars a try, visit gomacro.com and use our promo code adulting for 30% off plus free shipping. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Okay, but what I was really referring to is like trusting individuals and like in this time and whatever, you know, the future holds for us, like we're going to have to trust that people are, they mean what they're saying in terms of like, if we are going to eventually see family or see friends or whatever, you know, you want to believe that they are taking the necessary precautions before you're around them. Right. And I think some people are like saying, oh yeah, no, 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 I, I'm being super safe. And then like, what does that really entail? And like, yeah, but it comes down to like, you always got to look at, okay. So it's, it's like, what's the goal, right? I used to do that in sales all the time. You can get stuck in the nitty gritty, but like at the end of the day, what, what's the goal? The goal is to keep geo safe. A hundred percent. So like ultimately what's the risk? 
the risk is that like if you have friends or family that are around and they seem perfectly healthy, like we just don't know enough. So in my mind, the only risk is that a person who appears to be healthy is a carrier with no symptoms. And then somehow that spreads to geo Mm -hmm. and geo even though that person didn't have any symptoms, geo could show symptoms. Mm-hmm. We just don't know enough about how it works. And like, that's my only fear. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And I think like, you're right. And I can have those same conversations with myself. And then it brings me right back to like, you know, neutral where I'm like, okay, you're right. What's, what is there really to stress about? Like, just take a deep breath. Stress is worse for your immune system. You know, yep. just trust that people, you know, are healthy in our, our family and generally taking care of themselves and staying safe. So yeah, I think I just always have to keep myself in check. And that's why I felt like the adulting is, was, wait, is, was, is, yeah. Adulting yeah, is, is just like, figuring out how to just be comfortable when things feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. All right. All, All right. right. I, I got a couple in my mind, I think. Throw them at us. So one is, uh, just me. It made me think of it because I made dinner last night. If you're going to cook, right. Just, just almost like anything else. If you're going to cook, put some love into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make it look pretty. Oh my god! I think like the visual part of food is like half the enjoyment. I yeah sure. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm gonna toot my own horn here for one second. The sauce that I made you. I know the sauce. It was epic. Okay. Was epic. Epic. And then I made you what? What's it called? Caprese. Oh yeah. With miyokos. Little caprese salad. Mozzarella. Yeah, and like mozzarella, mozzarella. I didn't even really want it, but after I made it and plated it and looked at it, I was like, "Yeah, that looks pretty good. I'll have some of that." <laughs> okay, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, like, I get it. Especially if you're feeding other people, like, just put some love into it. Oh my gosh, if you guys could see his body language right now, it's like full f, like arms are coming in, and There's you're like an Italian. Love going into the mic. Oh wow. Um, so I'll just jump right to the next one. The next one is. Uh, I don't know why my mind went here, but adulting is being aware enough to see the things that you might not love about yourself, accepting that you might not love them, mm-hmm. but be willing to work on them. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, for example, I naturally like feel a little anxious. Probably doesn't help that I have caffeine. Um, and my mind's always going a million miles an hour. I love meditating and reflecting and stuff because that gives me especially first thing in the morning because that sets my mind right for the rest of the day like if i can basically set the tone at the start of the day Mm -hmm. i feel like throughout the day my my brain is so much better so it's like just be aware of the things that you're not good at or you may not like about yourself and then go and change it yeah i had a buddy this is kind of random but i have a buddy post a picture the other day and it was like I know what you're gonna say I don't think you will mm-hmm. I don't think you will it's it said something like um I'll listen to your complaint oh once. I'll listen to your problems once <laughs> oh, right. but yeah. the next time we have a conversation it better be about solutions I and I was like yo I cannot relate to this more. more I saw that and I saw that you had double tapped that and I was like of course you did but that I Okay, that's my mindset. I think that's the right mindset. It's a great mindset, but it's, I don't find, okay, it's a great mindset and I I don't have anything wrong to say about it, but it's, it's a challenge for me to sometimes operate in that way. Yeah, I get it. I think it's a challenge for a lot of people. Especially when times are like, like, comes back to the thing. Weird. Yeah. 
But look, if you if and you're not doing this, but I'm just I'm just talking out loud. If you're going to spend your energy thinking about negative things, you could just as easily start like uh, sure. conditioning your brain to think about more positive things, yeah. and rather than dwelling on a problem, mm-hmm. start dwelling on solutions. Yeah, and I get that, and I know that like you know I have a responsibility to do that because I have we have Geo, and I definitely don't want to be a sad Sally around him. Yeah. And I think I'm like generally pretty positive, and I'm pretty upbeat, especially properly caffeinated Mm. (laughs) but but i saw that post and i was like oh you guys are two peas in a pod on this one money yeah (laughs) my one of my biggest pet peeves and and we're all guilty of it at certain points like we all have low moments we're human but like at this point in my life complaining is like my number one pet peeve like oh my god i don't want i don't want to hear you complain especially if you're an adult like start to figure it out Uh, this is one of the the challenges we have together because I am like, I don't often think before I'm about to speak. And it's something that I really am working on to like pause and and think before I say something, but I can easily come out with like a a complaint or like say something in a whiny tone. And it just triggers the the way something is delivered is like a huge piece of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you could say, like uh, it's raining outside, but if you say oh, it's raining outside, I'm like, yo, yeah. I don't want to hear that. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not yeah. that bad. There right. are worse problems. No, of course. God, thank God for you in my life. But I came from an Italian family where it's like you just put it all on the table. Mm-hmm. You don't think before you. But speak. I'm trying to take some of it off the table. No, I, I get what you're trying to do, and I'm trying to do it on my own without you being the conveyor of the table. I'm not even pointing the finger at you. You do complain sometimes, but I think like if you're an adult, yeah. stop complaining. Oh, you know what I mean? Sure. Start looking at solutions wow. because that'll help you in so many parts of your life. Mm-hmm. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. Can I throw something out there that I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening know about her, but I'm just like eating her content up right now. I am Tabitha Brown. She's been around forever on social media, on Instagram, on TikTok, but she um, she's just this like vegan goddess. She's a mom, she's an actress, and she's just got such a good disposition on life. And she throws out like great recipes that are super easy for um, vegans, but then also like has these little like message driven content that just makes you feel lighter than life and she'll make you smile and happy and feel all sorts of butterflies. Um, I'm actually, I don't even know her personally. I just I've been eating her content up. So there's an adulting is follow. I am Tabitha Brown. Uh, nice plug. Sorry. I don't know. I just love her. Remember I was showing you her stuff yesterday and yeah, it made no, you smile she's, too. She's got some cool videos. And I just yeah. feel like in times like these, like we just need some good stuff. Like there's so much uncertainty. So like, let's just enjoy the days the best that we can. Yeah. She reminds me um, for the listeners, a lot of Lauren Lake. Oh yeah. And sometimes I don't like doing that because I don't know if either would appreciate it. Sure. You know what I mean? Which okay. where I think like You're they human, would. don't be hard on you. Whatever. Um yeah, she's like super upbeat, got a ton of energy. Yes. Like her messages are amazing. But Lauren Lake had the whole like what was her um like slogan? It was uh, like unstoppable or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah what was her yeah, thing? Yeah. It's kind of the same theory not theory, but like some that underlying yeah, they tone. Have, they have just a similar like, message. Yeah. Just fun, yeah, all positive. About, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, but speaking of comparisons, yes. so our guest this week, Ooh, which we're, we're both super psyched about it. 
I love this guy. Yeah. I think he's super talented. He's super funny. He's so witty. Like mm-hmm. he's worldly. He's he's got interests and things that he's good at that like you would probably never know about. Sure. And he's a deep thinker, which I think a lot of people probably deep. don't think he's very smart that of him or don't know that of him. Yeah. I you know, I don't know if he'd appreciate this, but I've always thought he's like a he's like a combination of like Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler. Okay. Um, In terms of like his acting style. Yeah, just his overall style, like sure. the art that he tries to deliver. Okay. You know? Um, I guess I, for anyone who's a Victorious fan right now, they've already put it together. <laughs> yeah, he had We've a puppet for a while. Matt Bennett on the show today. So why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back with Maddie, Uncle Maddie. We love you. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. So we know times are crazy right now, and we're all having to make some pretty significant lifestyle adjustments, and we're spending more time than ever at home on our digital screens, and that's why... The team over at Movement wants to make sure you're taking care of your eyes with their EverScroll blue light filtering glasses. Crafted with special blue light lenses, Movement EverScroll glasses protect your eyes from digital eye strain and other harmful effects from blue light, like headaches and poor sleep. And honestly, they just really look great too. I think you guys have seen me in my icons or the gold rims that everyone seems to always comment on when I post them. So cute. They're beautiful. And like, I think they're like 60 something dollars. They started like 16 yeah. 60 bucks yeah amazing uh okay so let's let's just nerd out on blue light a little bit right now because okay. i didn't know much about it blue light is a color in the visible light spectrum that can be harsh on our eyes due to its short high energy wavelengths it comes from the sun and other man-made sources including our digital screens mm. studies show that wearing blue light filtering glasses can promote sounder sleep prevent eye strain and improve focus which is why you should be wearing them yeah i have the um the Rexes with like the, the turtle coloring. Yeah. I like those. And they're sick. Like I never wore glasses. I don't need glasses or whatever. But when we got those, I was like, I wore <laughs> those 24 seven. Like, yeah. We <laughs> for like weeks. I know. I, I know. love them. <laughs> um, okay. So right now you can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns just by going to movement.com slash adulting. And that's mvmt.com slash adulting and you can get the Everscroll solution and you'll have better sleep, better focus, and just, I guess, better style, right? Go to movement.com slash adulting and join the movement. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Um, okay. So first of all, thank you for coming and chatting with us. Yeah. Um, hey, happy to do it. It breaks up the monotony of staring out my window longingly with one hand pressed up against the glass, which is basically what I've been doing this whole quarantine. At least you have that window. That is like, so yeah. Matt lives in a place where the view is like all of LA pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so beautiful. I'm right at the base of the Hollywood Hills. So there's no uh, buildings obfuscating my view, but you know, I'm very, it's very accessible. I can get wherever I need to really quickly. It's not yeah. just winding right. crazy paths. So real quick, since, you know, we're obviously quarantined, um, what, what's it been like for you? Cause you live by yourself and your family's on the East coast. So how have you been like staying busy? I mean, I feel so stupid saying it, but I mean, uh, I, years of being an in-between work actor has really prepared me well for having a lot of free time on my hands. <laughs> um, there's kind of a meme going on right now about people who are like, it really doesn't change. Like, I'm, it's basically the same routine. You know, people saying that. 
Yeah. Know, this quarantine hasn't affected me at all, but it really hasn't affected me that much. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. That I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Because no. I, I always worry about, well, I mean, listen, we're all quarantined, but like for those who don't have, you know, a seven month old to keep you distracted, like sure. I just worry. I'm like, oh, but what's Uncle Maddie doing? You know? Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for. I love being Uncle Maddie, by the way. That's your <laughs> Uncle Maddie. I he love that. Him, bro. He's already been asking about you. <laughs> Gio's been asking. He's mm-hmm. been asking. He hasn't even he? said words, and now he's like, "Where's Uncle Maddie?" Wow. I know. Well, when this is all over, you can come and hang out with him. Uh, you know what? I would love that. Good. I I, I love your guys's house. I'm sure, like, oh, like I nice. I've done a good job of filling my house with things that interest me, but I love going over to. The is it the Monet Gardner household? How would we, sure. <laughs> whatever you want to call it? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Shea Monet, Shea Gardner. Sure, sure. Because um, I, I was just thinking about this. You guys have good taste, literally. Like the food that you guys make <laughs> is so good. I remember we had like it wasn't the baby shower, but there was some party, maybe like Super Bowl or something, and just I could not stop eating chips and guac and snack. <laughs> so I like yeah. feeding people. It makes me happy for some reason. It's funny the things that I you know we crave now that we can't go anywhere or do anything. Mm-hmm. Like just going to a store seems like such a fun privilege. But I I don't know why I, the two places that are stuck in my head. I want to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. I don't like to swim, and I don't like being wet, and I don't like sand. But I really want to go to the beach, <laughs> and I really. Sense. This is the weird one. I really want to go to Benihana. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know what I just. I want spectacle. I want sure, yes, sure. entertainment. I've, I haven't been since I was a kid, but I've been dreaming about Benihana, and I'm like, why? why? Well, as a kid, that was the place. Like, if you went there, you went for your birthday. It was like a thing. But like, as a kid, Benihana is like upper echelon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. No, you. That's what I'm saying. You go for your birthday. Okay. Yeah. Benihana is anything where the food gets prepared in front of you. Like, I remember going yeah. to buffets as a kid was just mind blowing because you know you're given you know a golden ticket, you're given a plate, and you mm-hmm. fill it up, Johnny. <laughs> And then if you're anything like my parents, they're like, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get oh, yeah, your I money's brought, worth. I bought these bags, so if you want to fill yeah. those up too. Oops, did those cookies <laughs> slip into my mom's purse? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, oh did my God. Hometown Buffet? That was what I'm talking about. Oh my God. Hometown yeah. Buffet was my birthday destination from probably 6 until 14. Yeah. Oh, until fourteen. I I loved it. Maybe not that old, but I loved it. And all I ate was macaroni and cheese and the cinnamon rolls. What did you eat at Hometown Buffet? What was your go-to? I'm really remembering. I don't know why, but I think they had like catfish. I remember eating catfish there Um, because I feel like I went in Texas, but we also had one on Long Island where I'm from. That's hard. I can't remember. Oh, I remember what I would get. We didn't have catfish on the West Coast. I would get steamed carrots, which is so weird. Who eats steamed carrots? I just liked theirs. Daniela. Mashed potatoes. And I was one of those weird kids that loved a salad bar. Like, even if I went to Chuck E. Cheese, I would beg my mom for a salad bar. I think because I was also convinced that if you could afford the salad bar, like, you've really made it in life. And those weren't, like, cheap tickets usually. Oh, it was separate? No, it was all included, right? No, no, no. If yeah, to get a plate for the salad bar at Chuck E. Cheese was extra. It was expensive. Oh, huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. making out like bandits because I mean, salad costs <laughs> cents. I know. So true. It's always so, so funny true. when you go to the grocery store and you actually see how much fresh produce is worth, and you go, "Oh, oh my I god!" Know. Yep. I know. What have you been doing for produce? And like, you've been going to the grocery store and all yeah. that. 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, I've been cooking, I think I've ordered out four times. This, yeah. You know, Same here. We don't really order out very often. So um, you haven't really broken the rules at all. Like you've been home, you're bringing everything in, you're doing everything yourself. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, do you miss Liz? Do I miss Liz? Of course. We were just video chatting this morning. Aww. Yeah, I talk to her regularly. We're always just like sending funny jokes and videos and memes and stuff back and forth. I think you and your Liz, your Liz relationship is the cutest. Well, I mean, but she's been in Georgia for years now. Oh, I know. So it's been tough. I know. But you went and visited, right? I've been twice. No, I've been three times. It's nice down there. I know. I'm, I've only been once for work, but I've been saying I want to go and see her. But the timing's been weird. 100%, man. Well, and you got a kid. No, it's the kid. It was more like I was going to go, and then, of course, we were all going to go. And then, mm-hmm. of course, oh, just like, I'm going to speak for Liz. There's yeah. more than enough room for, all, for the three of you. You guys should that. go <laughs> down there. I'm inviting you to a house that doesn't belong to me. Um, <laughs> it's great. You should go and stay with Liz. Should we just text her and confirm we're coming right now? Yeah, like right? later no, in the year. No, she knows. She's already said so many times. Hey, hit- Hitting the road right now. Yeah. <laughs> just take a picture. Cool. Just take a, just take a picture of the car and I'll be there in a week. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. We actually are thinking about at some point what it would look like to do like an RV trip and where we would go. No, and... not some point. We're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Have you done that before? No. Whenever I have travel time, I try and go to either Japan or I have family family in New York, family in Texas. So, I don't is know. your family good? By the way, everybody's fine. Everyone's fine. Okay. Everybody's cool. absolutely and your fine. Your sister. Yeah, she works at uh, at a hospital, so I mean, she has right. to take extra precautions. Wow. That's right. What a trip. I know. I remember you asked me like something about where I was giving birth because your sister was curious. Yeah, I mean, uh, apparently, so all elective surgeries are called off, mm-hmm. are being you know are being uh, held off for. Um, and yeah, anybody who has like minor injuries is just not going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So it's actually uh, under the. the Quotient or whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm on flip the script here because I yeah. like asking questions that go a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a this is a question I love. So I'm not gonna hopefully I don't put you on the spot, but I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit. I love asking this question. Um, what like probably career specifically, or maybe in life if, if something else comes up, what's the biggest risk that you've ever taken? Oh, I mean, I would say moving to Los Angeles. Uh, you know. There was like this weird period where I was, you know, I, I was 17 and I booked a whole lot of stuff at the same time. I booked Victorious and this movie called The Virginity Head. Oh, this is a great story. And I actually walked away from Victorious. Do you know this? This is a yes. great story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the movie, Virgin- have you seen Virginity Head, Andrew, or even no, heard of it? Uh-uh. Exactly. No. Exactly. No, nobody did. Nobody went you to go see it. it. You made the right choice. It's no, so no, amazing. Finish. It's great. Um, yeah, it was produced by Will Ferrell and my team was like, why would you want to go and start on a kid's show when you have, you know, Will Ferrell and his whole production company behind this movie and you'd be the star of it. So I, but I was like, man, it's Dan Schneider. I know this is going to be a surefire thing. And this is like my childhood dream, but all right. Uh, so I walked away from Victorious and Dan and Nickelodeon are like, nobody ever has walked away from us ever. So, uh, they said, what had happened was we lost funding on Virginity Hit. So they said he's allowed to do both. So I got victorious. And then Virginity Hit was like, well, we don't want, we want him to be an unknown. So they fired me from Virginity Hit and then came back around a few months later. So I shot the pilot for Victorious in February, 2009, flew to New Orleans, shot Virginity Hit, 
then, you know, had two weeks off and then moved to Los Angeles and did Victorious. And thank God, you know, both sides kind of caved because, I mean, nobody's ever heard of Virginity Hit and, you know, Victorious is, you know, what it is. And and if it wasn't for Victoria, I wouldn't be here right now talking to you guys. 100%. It feels like forever ago when I remember seeing the movie and like seeing, well, obviously I I, I had known you briefly, I guess, right? Well, no, the movie came out when? Uh, 2000, oh, it came out right at the same time as Victoria's, yeah, I think. Okay. 2010-ish. And I just remember thinking like, whoa, I think we just did something so crazy because here one of our stars on Victorious is on a movie that couldn't have been more like polarizing in so many ways, <laughs> but it was still so cool. And I think that's one of the reasons why our cast was so unique too, because we were, we were young adults. We weren't like rebels by any means, but we were just real young adults. I think Leon was the youngest at 15 or 16. Four- Leon was 14. That's how young he was? 14. I was n- Okay, so I was the way that I do the math is I was 18 when I auditioned and 19 when we filmed the pilot. I turned 19 on on stage. Yeah, and me too. Then- well, I turned I turned 18 during Tori the Zombie. Yeah, so you must have, so what how old were you when we did the pilot then? 17. Okay. Oh, maybe I'm off then. Because I graduated high school early. I graduated at 16. Same. What? Same. Yeah. I took, all, I took all advanced classes, so I just needed I needed oh. two credits, so I just went over the summer. Wow. Oh, Finished no, in four weeks. I, did. See, I actually have, this is one of my prized possessions. I have a copy of The Virginity Hit on DVD <laughs> that I got from a closing blockbuster. That's See the so little blockbuster cool. tag on the bottom? And uh, when I bought it, I'm like, so it's rented a lot, and they're like, I don't think anybody rented it once. <laughs> like, cool. What? But it's what got like all the little tags on it. Yeah. So oh, maybe I missed this R. part. Did that movie hit theaters? Yeah, wasn't it? Oh yeah. yeah, it was yeah. the biggest box office bomb of 2010. Oh my beautiful, gosh. Matt! You're so self-deprecating right now. No, it re- no, it really was. But luckily, really? it was such a small budget that it really didn't affect didn't too much. But oh. yeah, it was just so strange. But it was an experience for you, right? Like you liked it. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but it was just, it was very disheartening at the time, especially because then I walked into, you know, season one of Victorious, you know, with everybody being like, you're going to be the next Michael Sarah. Everybody on this, oh, yeah. you know, the, my management side is like, you're going to be as big as Michael Sarah. And then all of a sudden, you know, that completely crashed in. And I was like, oh, my life. And I go, wait a second. I have this great TV show that I'm on that yeah. I love. That's, you know, we're closer than this cast ever was. The Virginity Hit cast was. Like, they're, these people are like, they're becoming my, my family. I love this. And uh, by season two, season three, I was like, this is the life. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more Adulting Like a Mother Father. Okay, Mother Fathers, what if I told you that you could get high-quality organic and non-GMO groceries delivered to your door for a lot less than you're paying now and help out families in need? That's what we're doing since we discovered Thrive Market. As proud Thrive Market members, we get the products we love and our paid membership provides a free one for someone in need, like a low-income family, teacher, veteran, or first responder. That's right. And I've been a fan of Thrive Market for a long time, and I love that they tailor to over 70 different diets and values. I was drawn to it because they have so many amazing plant-based items, and obviously it's all at a discounted price. Everything's high quality, organic, non-GMO. They've got it all. Um, Um, And they have stuff for your home, your pets, your beauty. I mean, 
everything. It's a full-blown market. But what I love most is right now, you know, not only do we feel great about the products that we're getting and it's coming straight to our door, Thrive Market is matching donations to their COVID-19 relief fund dollar for dollar. And they're working 24-7 to make sure that their members are getting their groceries delivered as fast as possible. And you can learn more about their commitments to their customers and the membership matching on their website. That's right. So try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash adulting. Join today and you'll get up to $20 in shopping credit towards your first order. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-Market.com slash adulting to start your risk-free membership and get up to $20 towards your first order. Thrivemarket.com slash adulting. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Yeah, they were also lavishing us with <laughs> so much fun stuff. All of the Nickelodeon parties. All oh my of, god! All of the weird buffets. Do you remember they had a like sushi? They used to bring like uh, coffee trucks and sushi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For night to, to and virginity stuff. or to yeah. Victorious, um, we had corned beef and cavage. I remember being you like, remember "Oh, all this. Wah, wah. I'm like, this is the life." <laughs> Wait, this is hysterical because my actual like I don't remember so much the food. I do remember some like meals, like when they brought in Mediterranean. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the most hummus I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is gold." But there were other times where I don't know if Liz will hate me for sharing this, but there was a time where we, Liz and I, went into the office to go talk to Robin Wiener <laughs> about the food being not very like healthy friendly or like vegan friendly and how Liz and I were literally like looking for things to eat like we would run because I could drive right and she so I would go to like and cafe that was fairly close or like try to get somewhere on a lunch break to get food and it was just such a headache I'm like this is annoying but no I mean it's great there's the period where Liz was only eating broccoli and mashed potatoes right dude (laughs) I mean we went through so many weird food phases I feel like between Ari and, and Liz I mean we uh we were all on the East Coast during oh god I think it was 2010 or 2011 like Christmas Hanukkah time and we invited the Thomases Leon's family oh yeah and the Gillies over and we had Hanukkah dinner like the it. cast of Victorious and Liz was like I'm only eating broccoli and, like she, <laughs> like we had to my mom had to prepare her special broccoli and mashed potatoes. But I feel like these were like tiny little stints. You know what I mean? Because Liz and I would grub. Like we would go to, I can think of like M Cafe or we would go to like some other like vegan spot nearby and it was like all cupcakes and like we did not hold back. Her and I were were major little foodies together. Yeah. Well, those were the days of Sprinkles cupcakes. Oh, Sprinkles, yeah. Endless Sprinkles cupcakes from the Grande family and like um, edible arrangements, I remember. Yes. We used to get edible arrangements to the classroom. You know, all of our dressing rooms on the east side of Nick on yeah. Sunset. So you got, you probably never remembered, like, remember where my dressing room was? Yeah. Okay. So mine was on the same floor in the same wing as Victoria and Avon yep. and wardrobe. So yep. that was like my hub. Okay. And then the other kids were like on this other <clears throat> wing, which is like Matt, Leon, Liz, Ari, and then the school hub. Okay. And so we were like two, we were like in different like sorority houses. <laughs> You guys were just, it was more serious over there. It was. Shut up. No, it was. It was. It was the business side. Mm -hmm. Because we could be loud and nobody would hear us. And they they also had TVs. So we would all watch, like, that were live broadcasting what they were taping right then. So we would watch from the classroom and 
you know, comment or crack jokes, always respectful, but we'd be, you know, <laughs> there are videos, like we used to shoot stuff. We have, we have a YouTube channel called We Are Stoop Kid, of like behind oh, the scenes so videos good. of us having fun and cracking up. Mm. Oh, the memories. I miss oh, the it. Memories. Oh, the memories. Oh my gosh. So like. I, we didn't yeah, know, I really did not know how good we had it. It's so funny because you think that it's going to be this steady, like, oh, well, this is just the beginning. This is going to be great. You're like, oh, no, this is, there were years of, you know, Dan putting in all of this work, you know, to get to the point where we were being lavished. Yeah. There were so many hit shows before us that led to the place that we got to. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm sure we've all had to do those, you know, uh, guest star roles one day, you know, where we're basically just a cog in this machine and it feels so it feels so weird and raw and you feel so naked because it's this new process with new people. Yes. And you don't know what you're doing. No. You don't know the rhythm. You know, I was they on an episode. I had, I had a great time. I did this episode of um, Grey's Anatomy and I'd never watched the show. So I tried to, you know, I watched the first episode and it was this really cute, you know, like romantic kind of comedy slash drama set at a hospital. And then I flash forward 14 seasons and, you know, it was everybody like crying and there was glitter all over the place. It was just this big gaudy show. So I didn't know what the tone, I didn't know how the tone had shifted over the years and ended up being really fun, but it just was so, felt so weird, you know, being in this, this new scenario where they move fast. They're 14 seasons in, they have a shorthand and you just have to make sure that you don't, you're not the weakest link. You have to just go with the flow. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know what I was trying to get at. No, I, I love it. It's, 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 oh my gosh, it feels like it's been literally ages since I've ever acted in front of a, a movie. In fact, the, I mean, in front of a camera. The last time I did anything was You're Gonna Die, but it was with Andrew. No, not Baby Daddy. We did this like little comedy in Hawaii. It's like a, mo- a surfer movie, and they offered it to him and I together. But it was it, a cameo. It was like a small role. He when did this come out? Like, I don't think, is it out? <clears throat> I don't think it's out yet. I think it'll be out. Oh it was while summer. I was pregnant. The, the whole thing was, is they just needed a couple who was like on a baby moon, essentially. So mm-hmm. I was pregnant and I wasn't working. So I was like, honestly, we love Hawaii. Let's go. And so he, we went and he's never acted in his life. So for him, like hearing you say like, oh, they have it down. Like, I feel like that would be terrifying for someone who's never been in the world before. Sure. Yeah. You know, you walk onto a set and you're like, you're not only the newbie, but now like there's such a fast pace, like rhythm and, and you're just like out of sorts coming off some other show. Um, that's acting classes and, you know, doing all this stuff. The main thing that it teaches you is not how to act, but how to be professional. Mm-hmm. And it's really, there's such a fine line. You know, I see so many young actors who, and I, we had a lot on Victorious, I'm not going to name names, but people who you know, talked out of turn or, you know, didn't understand uh, the kind of rhythms and the, I don't want to say hierarchy, but just how to handle yourself or how or for a parent, how to handle yourself on a professional set where there's not, there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars at play. Oh yeah. And, you know, we're all there. It's a, it's a lot of fun, but we're there to get this job done. And it's how to take notes without getting personally offended how, you know, you are there to fit this mold. You're there to fit this character. And mm. you bring something interesting to the character, but there are so many ways that you can mess it up and get in your head about it. It's, it's knowing how to maintain your emotions on a set. It's yeah. such an interesting thing. I don't know why I got off on that tangent, but Andrew, I can't wait to watch your cameo. 
Congratulations. Please don't. No, no. It's it's just, I, I love that you said that because I think for anyone who's not in the industry or hasn't been exposed to it one way or another, has some sort of like idea of how it works and that it's all very, you know, rainbows and sunshines and just fun and everyone's doting on you and all the things. And like in reality, when you're in that situation, yeah, maybe they might be asking like, hey, do you need a water? Do you need a 10 or whatever? But like, you're like, I, I'm all, I'm never super comfortable on a set. I never feel like I can no? totally, no, not that you may think I am, or I'm sure like you on the outside can look like, oh, I'm going to just sit into this. I know how this all goes. But every single run through of Victorious, I was nervous. Really? The run throughs were so fun. Victorious, I was never really nervous. It always just yeah. was so, that one was just so fun. You know, venturing outside and trying new things. You know, like when I did Big Bang Theory, that was my first time doing it in front of an audience. You know, Victorious, I don't, you know, I hope I, we're not spoiling anything, but uh, we did not shoot in front of a live audience. It was all laugh track. So, um, yeah, being in front and having to do your comedy, having to do your work in front of people who decide if you live or die, basically. It felt like being in a coliseum where people, you know, by laughs would either give you a thumbs up or thumbs down. It's a completely different experience. And that's that was really nerve-wracking. Um, being in single camera, I'm really comfortable in multicam, but you know, no, there's, there's so many different funny, and I, I don't know if Liz will kill me for saying this, but she taught me how to not look ugly on camera. Like she's very, <laughs> like, she's very in tune with, like, she knows what faces she doesn't like that she makes. And she's kind of coached me through a couple of times where like, I'll watch something from season one where you're just, we're being big. Cause we have no idea how the show's going to look. It's so out of our hands. It's out of everybody's hand besides the director and editor you know, how something is going to look and how something is going to play. So I, we were just going as big as we could. And fine, because you know, we were, what, we shot like eight, 17 of the 20 episodes before the first one aired. Is that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So wait, I watched it and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> and we scaled it back and like season two, season three, I can watch. I'm like, oh, that was really cool. That feels realer. Um, but I want to give you a compliment. The only two people who I never felt phoned it in on Victorious were you and Leon. I always feel like your performances were the most consistent. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. I, I think it's just, I came from, I was older obviously. And also I had only experienced multicam in front of an audience. So I think I I I don't know. I think it's just all came down to like putting pressure on myself and feeling older and feeling like I just wanted to always protect myself because I'd seen so many shows come and go and I'd been on some that like had come and went so fast and you didn't even get to get your bearings and it sucked. So I don't know. Well, they wrote really good stuff for Trina and I like I don't think I don't think anybody else could have done that role. It's you're just so funny in it. Cause I've oh, now, now that's on Netflix and quarantine is what it is. I've gone, you're watching. I, I mean, not actively, but yeah, you know, it, rec- it recommends it to me so season. actively that yeah, I'm like, yeah. ah, sure. You know what? I'll toss on an episode. And it's funny because when we used to do run throughs, I would just, I wouldn't watch cause I had a scene to do. So I would go and I would, you know, practice yeah. my lines. Cause we had, a, you know, everybody in the entire production coming and watching. I didn't want to be the weakest link. So I went and I would practice. So the only time I ever really saw an episode in its entirety was at the table read. So I'm going back and I'm like, wait, why did Victoria have like berry ball juice dripping from her head? Do you remember that episode? And I watched it. I'm like, oh, uh, it's like a thousand berry balls. That's what it was called? Mm Mm-hmm. 
the episode? I don't even remember that episode. Right? So it's on Netflix. You can go and watch it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why that happened. So a lot of times I'll be seeing something for the first time again. And uh, I'm just always so impressed with you and Leon. Because really, I feel like you got... There's some episodes where I'm like, ah, you could have done better, Matt. Like, you could have... Like, I, I definitely didn't rise to... If, like, I had an exposition line, exposition for the people at home, for the women at home, uh, meaning uh, you just are giving background or, you know, helping move the plot forward. It's not particularly an interesting line. Like, if someone's like, yo, we got to get all these letters so that Kesha will come into a private concert. Nobody actually speaks like that. That's exposition. (laughs) Yes, yes. We got to eat all this ice cream because the ice cream have letters at the bottom and they spell out Kesha. And if you get all the Kesha letters, then she'll come and do a concert. That's just, it's boring, but it's exposition. You know, you're, and you're setting somebody up to then get you back with all that ice cream. Are you sure you need that? You're like, what are you calling me fat like that? You know. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay, so we told you guys last week about Caldrea. Um, Their products are incredible. It's a consciously crafted home and body care brand that combines thoughtful ingredients with delectable scents, making caring for ourselves and our homes a beautiful experience. Um, So we did mention about um, the soaps and the lotions. And in addition to those, Caldrea also has home cleaning products that effectively clean while literally they transform your whole home with like whatever your favorite fragrance is. I mean, and the fragrance that are just killing it right now are pear blossom agave and sea salt neroli. Mm-hmm. And those are been, your favorites right now. Yes. hundred yeah. percent. We've been using the countertop spray mm-hmm. and it's, it's changed the kitchen. It, uh, no, you it's you, that in the dish. Show. Our house isn't very big. So you could literally spray just a I little and it goes I can spray the countertop from where I'm sitting way. right now. Okay. And I'm in the bedroom. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're all spending so much time at home. It's just fun to use products that like make you feel like you're transported. hundred percent. And right now is the perfect time to be cleaning. You might as well use products that are amazing and smell amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like for us, like we're just cycling through rooms I know because we're home all day, every day. It's like what room to clean today. And then yep. we'll come back to that one next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> so check these guys out. You can get free shipping on orders of $50 or more when you buy online at caldrea.com. That's C A L. D-R-E-A.com. Visit caldrea.com and add a touch of luxury to your home care. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Are you writing? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's when I sit down and I actually focus on it, I'm like, oh, this is pretty fun. But it's, you know, once again, I filled my apartment with things that interest me. The second that something kind of hits a snag, I could be like, I want to go play guitar for a little bit or I want to go do that. So no, we get it. We get it. You know, it's like, you gotta, you gotta strike when the iron's hot. Like when you're feeling creative, you know, pump some stuff out, but then otherwise you don't want to force anything. Yeah. If if you guys hit a snag, you're like, Oh, I'm just going to go make a black bean tortilla, black, (laughs) a black bean quesadilla. That's how I imagine your life. Babe, do you want a black bean tortilla quesadilla? <laughs> do you want that in the pool? Or... Yeah. Uh, some yeah. diced tomato on top? Oh, yeah, right. I don't know. Should I? Fresh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I mean, it's pretty accurate. It's like 98, 99% accurate. Yeah, no, we... Except now it's so different because... 
it's just in general, it's just so different. We just are constantly with our hands full. It's literally just like, yeah, I can do that. Can you hold him? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, I got to pee. Can you hold him? Everything's like, can you hold him? I want to know. Okay, so obviously this is adulting like a mother, father, right? We talk about all things adulting, including like, you know, what, what you do when life gets a little challenging. And I, and I want to put words in your mouth and you can obviously tell your story way better than I would ever understand. But for some people that don't know what you've been up to since Victorious, it's like people might look at someone's life like yours and think, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Everything's so easy. You come off Victorious and roll right into the next job. You make loots of money, whatever. Can you talk about your journey and specifically maybe like what's been the highest point since Victorious and then what's been the lowest point? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're in such a unique position, Daniela and I, because this show, not only is it so popular, but it doesn't go away. Like we are, it's on Teen Nick every single day and they just put it on Netflix and people are still like obsessed with this show. We stopped filming this seven years ago. So it's tough because I'm, I, sometimes feel like I'm stuck in this pattern where people only know me for this one job, even though I've gone and done other stuff. I got a tweet a couple of years ago where um, somebody wrote, uh, Matt Bennett was so funny on Victorious. Why did he stop acting? And if they only knew I've gone out, I keep auditioning. I keep, you know, sometimes I, I'm lucky and I book something and it can be interesting. You know, since then I was in a movie called Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. I was in a movie called Stanford Prison Experiment. I've done TV work. Uh, I'm now trying to step into uh, commercials. I'm trying to step into voiceover. You know, I'm also doing music on the side, playing guitar. And I did, you know, a DJ thing earlier this year, which I wish I could do again, but you know, the COVID of it all makes it difficult. So, you know, I'm constantly trying new things. It's hard to get that through or to have people be as excited for that as they are. You know, sometimes it's really what we're all looking for is like a reinvention. I feel like, right? Like mm-hmm. you guys have done a great job of taking charge of your life and your image. You know, you guys have, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it, like, I've been in to your house. It is quite picturesque. You guys have a great relationship. The baby's really cute. <laughs> I love it. And you guys do a great job of, you know, uh, parlaying that to uh, to the people that are watching. So I think in a roundabout way, yes, it's it's tough. Um, it's tough taking charge of that. And it took me a long time to kind of figure out what, who I am and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's still really tough. Who knows? Changes every day, you know, but I've, <laughs> I took so many interesting roundabout ways of figuring this stuff out. You know, I was learning Japanese for, five years just because I was like, I'm going to do complete left turn. I was like, everybody knows me from Victorious. I'm going to just, what my dream was is, do you know who like one of the biggest celebrities is over in Japan? Like the mm-hmm. American, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. He's huge over there. What? He's the face of their uh, bottled coffee. It's called Boss Coffee. What? He does these commercials where he'll say like one line in Japanese. Where he'll say like, uh, uh, like Baka Inu, stupid dog. And then this dog comes and talks to him about something. And he's huge. He's on every single vending machine over there. And I'm like, I want to do that. That sounds like fun. I want to be Tommy Lee Jones. So I was like trying so hard to do that. I put out this weird, dark concept record. Um, But really, you know, what I've come to to find out is like, yes, those are parts of my personality. But what I think I do well and what people respond best to is funny, happy, light, 
good-natured, smart. So I forget what your initial question was, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's when I, those were the darker times trying to figure out what direction I wanted to go in, who I was. And uh, I mean, like, yeah, it's getting better all the time. Age and, you know, uh, 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 what would you call it? Age and acceptance and yeah, yeah, just practicalism. That's a word. I understand you, Matt, like a hundred percent because no, I do. I mean, I, I, first of all, thank you for complimenting us because I think what, what we're trying to do is just create something that's sustainable, that doesn't necessarily rely on someone saying yes, like, oh, you're hired. Cause it's very hard to find a role that you yeah. a are right for that you a are, or be excited to do that. You're like passionate about, and then see that has legs. That's going to go somewhere that like is, you know, successful. So, I mean, we've got, we've literally hit the jackpot with a show like victorious. It does not come around often. And so it's hard when you get tweets like that. I mean, obviously I can relate. I've gotten many where it's like, why'd you quit acting? Are you ever going to act again? And it's hard to hear that. Cause it's like, if you only knew <laughs> I've, I never quit and believe me, I've wanted to sometimes, but I never do. It's just, you know, it's like literally winning the lottery when you have an opportunity like that, you know, and, and there's there so, so many people going out for one job yeah. and it go like the job goes away. You get the job. Cool. You know, enjoy your guest spot within a week you're you're back to one yeah. and uh and also i still get tweets where people are like how come nobody told me matt bennett was on an episode of shameless I'm like i did that in 2015 or 16 you know the movies that i did were years in the past as well so it's just people devour at this you know at this juncture in time people devour entertainment so quickly and move on so fast yep. you know the second that we do and i I think it's still it's still up there. I would love to do a victorious reunion movie. The second that we do it, people are going to watch it, and then, okay, what's next? You know, it's it's all this build up for one thing, and then it's just, you know, there's, it's hard to keep people's attentions longer mm-hmm. than you know the hour that you have them, hour and a half that you have them. And I think that that alone is changing the landscape of like what we thought being an actor meant. You know, like. We gave so much power to, you know, auditioning and and landing this job. And I think the media industry right now is still is trying to figure out its intricacies as well. Like, I think everything's going to change when we go back, you know, like the format in which we film things are going to change, like the kind of content that's going out is going to change. Everything has to be like quick and, you know, like you see like things like um, what's that new app or whatever? I was up for that. The, this TV Quibi. Show. Quibi. Quibi. Yes. Which is where it's like so super. Well here. Oh, really? Nah. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I was like just a few weeks postpartum and I, I went in for something on, and I didn't know what Quibi was, but everyone hypes it up. It's NBC is behind it, all this money and whatever else. And it's like, I don't even know what Quibi is. There's so many damn platforms now. I'm like lost yeah. in like what to watch, where to watch it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, and I hope this doesn't sound too pretentious, but as I've gotten older, I've appreciated movies and television as the art that they are. Um, But largely, I mean, television was not created for TV shows. It was created for advertising. You know, it was, you know, or at least it has become an advertising vehicle. Um, Movies are not making as much, besides the big spectacle ones, are not making as much as they used to. And now with this, who knows how long movie theaters can even hold on. You know, months of, you know, gigantic spaces with huge rents 
with nobody going into, I can't imagine it's going to be the same industry when we come back. But I mean, now what we're seeing is a completely separate thing with, uh, you know, the Instagrams, the TikToks, the Twitters, where people can, you know, target a specific small audience to get their product. It's instead of just sending out this massive wide net, you know, paying influencers, what equates to pennies, basically, you know, it's a lot for us to get a cool deal, but it amounts to pennies as opposed to what they were having to, you know, like a Super Bowl ad or even NBC Thursday lineup. Um, And you're able to target your audience directly as a, you know, a company. So you're really not going to need television anymore. You know, it's not going, or at least not in the same way where now, you know, you are getting, and I I switched from Google from using Google as a search engine because um, I was looking up mezuzahs. You know what a mezuzah is? No. Oh wait, is Um, that a Jewish thing? Yeah. It's like a little prayer that is in this little thing. You put it on the side of your door to protect your, your dwelling. Um, I was just looking them up and I got advertisements from mezuzahs for a week. <laughs> like that's the kind of thing, like they're targeting us specifically. Yeah. Why ever be like, well, I guess, you know, mom's like Oprah. Let's yeah. What's up? Let me, let me break this down. You're going to get more mezuzah ads because you're saying it out loud. Many times, <laughs> yeah, so. I know. If you have an Alexa or a Google or anything else in your house or your Siri is listening. No, I, I totally get it. So what did you switch to from Google? I'm curious. Duck, duck, go. Oh. heard about that it's really about it. it's really funny i mean they don't keep cookies of what you look at so it's always like a fresh search every time but the problem is because it's not google um it's a little bit unorganized so usually like what i'm looking for would be the fourth or fifth thing on the page as opposed to the first or second and also overwhelming amounts of porn oh i was look gonna say anything was- and there's overwhelming like that's not why i'm on it it's just kind of funny when i'm like i'll be like uh be like earthworm and you'll go and it'll be like some weird cartoon that you're like why is yikes earthworm but oh man i'm sure that that's like who they're trying to target too like duck duck go to every male from ages 16 to 60 granted i have i have a safe search off gotcha i don't know but i uh, it's funny as an alternative it's good to know that there are alternatives out there I, I had never thought of it. I'd just been accepting all these targeted ads and just trying to exercise restraint. <laughs> all right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Best fiends. <laughs> if you're looking for another fun way to pass the time right now while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, your answer is what I just sang. Best, Best fiends. fiends. There you go. <laughs> well, okay. Best Fiends is a casual game anyone can play. Uh, And what's cool is you can spend as much time in it or as little as you want. I've said this before. Okay, Mm -hmm. Once you get into it, I promise you, you'll be spending more time than you thought. Well, it's so captivating. Yeah. The colors and the characters. And then, of course, they're always changing the game. And there's all these, like, clever puzzles. And I think, like... I don't know. I mean, maybe it's the times we're in or maybe it's just, I just can't stop. You know, it's just one of those things where you just get addicted to something and you just want to see it to the end. Yeah. Um, It's easy to do with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. So engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust us. With over 100 million (laughs) downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Best Fiends. Fiends. (laughs) We suck. 
All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Oh, goodness, Matt. Well, honestly, I mean, I feel like we could just talk forever. Oh, yes. It's been nice. I'm here. I miss you. <laughs> miss you guys. Yeah. It's it's a it's an interesting time, but I will say that like, you know, the fact that we started this podcast was kind of a weird time for us because we were just after having, you know, Geo, but it's connected us to so many people in a different way. Like I've I've never asked these we've never talked like this before. You know, all the years we've known each other and it's just really cool to be able to like hear you just share your yeah. your life. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm largely an open book. So, uh, anytime you need to, can I give you homework? Oh boy. I'm giving you homework. You need to share more of Matt for the world. Yeah. Matt's good, man. Uh, you know what? I'm a fan. I really am a fan of you as well. Well, thank you. you. You've always made my heart happy. The hard thing is, and I I've had to deal with this a lot. You know, when I moved out here, the social media of it all wasn't a thing. You know, Twitter was in its infancy. So it's just not something that I feel comes naturally. Um, and it's just, not, it's not something I'm particular, the social media of it. Like I like expressing myself and sharing, but the social media of it all just doesn't feel like something I'm super interested in. I like it as the tool that it is to connect with fans directly. But as far as um, like it being my passion, I, you know, People now move out to Los Angeles to be Vine star. I mean, Vine's dead, but sure. be TikTok stars or whatever the next iteration is going to be. Um, and that's just not in my DNA. But so I, I, I would like to share more of myself. It's just figuring but out you're, you're, what you're, I'm comfortable. You have your ways. Like, you know, when you go live and you DJ or like when you friggin when you write your songs and you perform them, like I need more of that in my life. Like that time we went and saw you was so special. Here it is. Actually prepared a little something. Oh. I know the kids are going to watch. Trina. Oh, Trina. Yeah, Trina. You're staying home tonight. And I said I was going to take you. To a rocket Laker game. Do you remember the words? No! But said he started thinking that going out with you was just insane. Yeah, just leave insane. Now, Trina, oh, Trina. Yeah, Trina, you're staying home tonight. You're staying home tonight. You're staying home tonight. You've been Beautiful, Matt. I did a live stream where I was going through, I was just looking up guitar chord tab, you know, like a guitar chords for Victoria's songs. And I was like, some of these are good. We got some bops. Oh, that's really fun. Matt, we, I loved our music. Yeah. Love. Remember when Dan sat us down and he was like, I listened. We have final run order for the first uh, CD. I think it is the best pop album to come out. Since Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, that's so, that was like 1994. That's, that's that, so first random. Of all, Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill was one of my favorite albums to I ever no exist. Great album, but it was okay. just such a weird, I was like, why? Yeah. 
And that is so random. That was so random. Best, best friend's brother is the best thing since you ought to know. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so weird. I mean, very different, but I will say I, I, I think our, our first was the best. I think that was so good. The you're music, the reason. Your, so your songs, Leon songs, like, oh my gosh, working Dude, with Kojak, cast. working, obviously right. Michaels, like everyone's songs, like everyone puts, I don't even know what the right like words to use because I'm not in the musical industry, but everyone puts so much, uh, like, I don't know, it's quality. Sure. I was a fan. A fan. A fan. I like it. My, yeah. uh, what's your favorite song that? Oh my gosh. Okay. So one that like, I'm like, that's catchy, catchy is like diddly bops. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Did, we, like, did not- we record? Was that available on the soundtrack? No, no, no. Sorry. Scratch that. Hold on. There's one by Leon that I'm like obsessed with. Which one was the one that song you like? to you? Yeah. I love that one. Okay. Wait, that one's good. Is there another one? Best friend's brother is great. Um, begging on your knees. Remember we yeah. shot that at the uh, Santa Monica pier. Yes. I always see those pictures. I'm always tagged in those pictures. And there's a picture of me and it is honestly the most annoying picture of me in the world. It's all of you guys. And it's me with my arm on Vic as if I'm like trying to pull her back so I could get in, in the picture. <laughs> I hate it. I get tagged in it all the time. Oh yeah. man. I got to watch. I got to look for it. <laughs> it's literally just my hand. Like it's, it's funny. The pictures that the kids, like I constantly get the graphic of Robberazzi starring Robbie Shapiro. Yeah. And there's one image where it was season one, big Matt Bennett hair. Um, and I'm wearing an apron and I'm holding up a baby foot. I get this picture oh, all the, the time yeah, in the, uh, in the, the sushi truck or the grub truck. Ciao. Remember we used to work together, Matt. Yeah. In the grub truck. Oh, oh yes. I thought you meant. <laughs> oh, like, like, yeah, we used to work together. <laughs> yeah, yes, 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 we did. <laughs> oh my gosh. So many good songs. So many good songs. I also like, um, uh, I like Make It in America, even though we did not. Do you remember that music video? Love. Can we talk about the music video? We can talk about it. We were in the middle of nowhere. Oh, first of all, those, did you get, you were in the text with Liz, right? With the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were in it with Ari and you. First of all, half of that music video I barely recall because we were just taking pictures like off camera doing our own photo shoots. Well, I I think they took the girls at a certain point to do stuff because I remember we just sat in the trailer all day because there was nothing to do. They they just do one setup at a motel and then they had to sit around until, you know, the sun went down. We're just like, this is the most boring thing in the entire world. Liz and I just took pictures the whole time that were a little inappropriate and in that have never seen the light of day <laughs> that we were always terrified that like Susanna from Nickelodeon would see somehow and be like, no, no, it was just like us and like cute little, like, Oh my God, what were we doing? Liz and I were a little dangerous duo for a while. That's honestly, that's why the kids still like us and they still connect because yeah, we were, the, we were the first social media show. I think we were the first ones who actively, you know, could engage with people. And, uh, you know, iCarly kind of had the website, but we were the ones, the first cast, who had personality, were basically adults, who could get crazy jokes and, you know, crazy things past mm-hmm. the censors. Um, yeah, it was really weird. And, you know, it's a blessed. It was a blessing. It was a blessing. It sure was. It was such a blessing. I remember introducing Andrew to everyone. What a crazy a trip. And it's Jeez. crazy. Like... We ship and stand. So crazy that you were the one, Andrew. 
You were the one, Andrew. I'm still here. It's so You're weird. You're still here. I'm, well, I'm trapped now. I so. remember when Andrew came to Florida with us. I did. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando, baby. And you went off with like, I don't know, some of the other friends and family to like go visit the park while we like did our concert yeah, it or like something. Yeah, Frankie and... Um, oh, yeah, it was Frankie. Who uh, else was it? Who was there with Frankie? Who was the guy that he used to hang around with? Oh, I don't remember now. Was it Isaac at the time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Isaac, you, Frankie, and then they would just go and ride rides while we were like rehearsing for our concert. Oh, that was so much fun. Oh, of course. The little trips that we took. Oh, the best. You know, we did uh, the England trip. That was magic. Uh, England trip was magic. We did uh, Memphis. We did Mall of America. Um, Wasn't the, the Mall of America, wasn't there like 10 plus thousand people there? Yeah, I That's what they told us. See. It was a C. Yeah, yeah. I, it was like, I felt like a beetle. I've still never. Oh, I remember getting out of the car of wherever we were out of town and just security guards like guarding us. It, I felt exactly like that, a beetle. Like what you would imagine, like a big, what you would imagine Ari deals with every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like taking all of the back tunnels through yes. hotels and through underneath them, like mm-hmm. back, 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 ele- back stairways for Liz. Yeah, back stairways. Back stair- oh man, yeah. Oh man, yeah. I remember I, I once had to sit. Liz and I were sitting next to each other on the plane, and I was always like, "Oh yeah, Liz is scared of planes." Oh man, it was a so <laughs> when we were taking off, she had to hold my hand, and it was it was like being in a vice. The grip was just like the, I had to start telling her secrets. I had to be like, here's this, like to keep her <laughs> from like going crazy. I had to be like, here's a secret. I never told anybody. She's like, which also don't tell Liz your secrets. Oh, Ever tell yeah. Liz a secret. Why? She'll hold it over your head. Oh, she'll, I was going to say, she would never uh, tell anyone. No, she would never tell anybody, but she'll definitely remind you of <laughs> an embarrassing thing you told her about. We should come. We should do this again with with you and Liz on the show, and just like reminisce a little more. She said she's going to be on. She is. She's coming on, which is going to be so fun. I'm not. I'm not smart, sharp, or witty enough for for that episode. But no, I'll no. But best. you guys have you guys have a great relationship, and there's so much yeah. that you guys have in common. That I mean, she'll. We're just different. Like Liz and you, like you have like a brotherly thing, and then we have like um, it's kind of like a sisterly thing, but. Yeah, yeah, I can't explain it. She's just special to me. I don't have a lot of close friends. Liz is more like a bro than most of my bros, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, she's got your back, hardcore. Yeah. 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 I love it. She's a good egg. Well, until then, my friend. Yeah, this has been real. It's been fun. Thanks for coming on and chatting and chatting with us. Um, Is there a sign-off that you guys do? Like, hey, keep it mother-father. Oh, that's it. Let's do it. Ready? One. What? We'll just let him do it for us. Oh, yeah. You, will you take us out of this episode? Hey, guys. This is Matt Bennett, at Matt Bennett on Instagram and Twitter. And I've just been mother-fathered. Is that... <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> oh, we love you, I just you, Matt. got mother-fathered so hard. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever listened to us again. Um, anyways. Okay. Well, enjoy your time. Hey, thanks. You too. Thanks hope everybody me. stays happy and healthy. Say hi from Uncle Maddie to oh yo. We'll send we'll send you videos of him. Yeah, and to Jake and uh, getting Jake the other one's name. Yes, Jake and Sophie. Yeah, she's been forgettable lately. <laughs> she's it's fine. She's getting under our skin anyway. So I don't know. Jake, Jake and I just had that connection. I get it. He has a, he's a good dog. He's a good boy. Yeah, good boy. All right, Matt. All thanks right. for doing this. We love you lots. Love you guys. Mahalo. Say bye in Japan and Japanese. Sayonara.
You're kidding. How do you say goodbye in Japanese? Sayonara. Sayonara. John, or you can say Johnne, which means see you later. Okay. Johnne. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you, man. Bye. <laughs> More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico would just like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your savage dance moves. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails. Thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star. Now it's Geico's turn to share too with the Geico Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash give back for info and eligibility. Learn more about Geico's 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies at geico.com slash give back. Hey, I'm Autumn Calabrese, and I have a question for you. How do you do life? I might be a superstar trainer, but I'm also a boy mom, sister, daughter, friend, and entrepreneur. You might think my life is all working out and cooking healthy, delicious recipes, but trust me, there is so much more to it, and this is it. This is all of those real moments you talk about with your family and friends. Ever wonder what else life has to offer? Bring your curious appetite and let's do life together. Subscribe now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastOne.com. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. And we're back. What did what did we think? What did I loved we all it. think? I love I love talking to Matt. I know I miss him. Yeah, I wish he could come over. I we, know he probably wishes he could come over know, too, the way when he, he described said that, our house. I know. That was sweet. That, that made, made me my feel heart happy. I know. And that's okay, not to like segue out of this because I I love Matt and I'm so glad that he joined us today. But when he was talking about our home and, and how it feels, like you don't really know that about your own home until someone says that to you. Like you would hope that you're creating a home that's inviting and, and gives you those like warm feelings, but it's nice to hear it from someone else. It's the best. Like it's an amazing feeling to know that you've created created a space that people want to be at yeah it makes me want to do it all over again yeah i know how about well, that <laughs> we could have another adventure i'm down for an adventure i've never been more optimistic about adventure than right now because the world's upside down so yeah. it's like why not just like where would it be it out there? where would it be so my dream is to move to hawaii we know i would love that mm-hmm. like not wearing shoes board shorts every day boardies you mm-hmm. know of course boardies um, make maybe move to the Big Island up in the Coffee Belt, have a little land to grow coffee. Like that's dreamy. I understand. Little kid running around with crazy hair. Kids, so many kids everywhere. A kid for now. <laughs> Lots of island babies. Yeah. So Hawaii, I love the idea of of Malibu. But when if you're in LA or familiar with it, like you kind of know Malibu's. It's amazing. But you're out there. It, you're out there. Yes. You're, you're kind of isolated. Sure. So Not to if, mention if, if you're good expensive. with that expensive well everything yeah. is everything hawaii everywhere is expensive a lot of your family is like f- a little further out west you know yeah like the valley deeper valley um yeah. ventura county ish yeah ventura county so like that's that's an option mm-hmm. but we also have like we have a great little like i don't want to say bubble but it's a bubble i guess sure. like we got all our classes and the places we shop at there's a gym going in i know so okay so we are gonna put this all on youtube but we are finally going to put together a proper gym in our garage 
Um, I'm sure a lot of people out there listening, if they have like a garage or an extra space in their home right now, are they're using that for some sort of like gym space. So we're going to try and do the same yeah. with the help of Tori, who if anyone followed me throughout my pregnancy journey or post before I got pregnant too, we all love Tori. We train with Tori. Yep. So a lot of good stuff happening. And I think we're just trying to stay focused on some goals, um, some big picture thinking, um, thinking ahead, hopefully. And who knows where we end up? Maybe we'll just live on an RV. Oh, dude, we could leak that. (laughs) So we like, we're just itching to get out. Yeah. I'm like, what could we do? We are and we aren't. It's weird. Yeah. I'm actually... You like know? we're settled. We're super settled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like even I'd when someone's that. like, it's my birthday, like do a drive by. We're like, oh, okay. So we have to leave and get in the car. It's just because the people that we are friends with and family, like they're far. Yeah, know? that's true. Okay. If they were down the street, it'd be no problem. Um, no, but I've always wanted to, to just jump in a car or, or an RV because it's more comfortable mm-hmm. and just like go on like a week or two week long road trip. I've always wanted to do it, but like never had the time because I worked a proper job and whatnot. And it's like when you take time off, that's not your idea of like what you do, you know? Yeah. You want to like relax. You want to chill. I guess. Yeah. Or go to Hawaii or, or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, sure. you know? Treat yourself. Yeah. But this is treating yourself. Like mm-hmm. it's such a cool experience. I've never had it. Always wanted it. And like now we're really thinking about how we can do it right now. Yeah. Um, obviously like if you're going across States where everybody's doing things differently at the moment, that's the part. That's so that's tricky. Yeah. Um, like what would be open? What wouldn't be open? What and then, would be okay? What would we be okay with? Yeah. Like what's going to help me sleep at night? Cause yeah. I don't want to like go from being completely locked down to some sense of normalcy, which in so many ways it sounds refreshing, but then in a lot of ways it just makes me wonder. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. For sure. There's just a lot of unknown. Yeah. Uh, and then the X factor is geo. I know. Like, He's so he has sleep trained. Yeah, he likes his napping. room. He sleeps well in his room. Like, how would we do it? I don't know. That's a question for another day. That's a question for another day for sure. Um, well, thank you everyone for tuning in. If you've got to this point of the show, we appreciate you listening. Do we ever appreciate you listening? Um, we've been loving your reviews lately. You guys are pumping them out and I'm just, it's cool. Yeah, we uh, speaking of reviews, we, we shouted one out um, the other day, like last week at some point. Like somebody left the most amazing review, and like, oh, yeah. yes, it was five stars, or whatever, which is great. So thank you for that. But like, they were so honest in their yep. review and and very appreciative from what it sounded like of the episode with Ilaria Baldwin, mm-hmm. where she talked about her journey um, to getting, get pregnant, yeah, and her struggles yeah. along the way. Um, and it just sounded like it was just amazing to hear that that somebody got something so powerful from an episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? She went on to say that like other people were probably getting things. And like, honestly, that made me feel like this is why I would do it week after week. That's, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, this has been like therapeutic for us. It's been therapeutic, hopefully for some listeners. Um, so we just want to keep being able to, to offer that. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mother fathers. Well, that's it for today. Um, I can't believe Gio's still napping. Wow. And, uh, we'll be back next week. So, uh, hang in there and that's it. I'm bad at wrapping things up because I never wanted to end. Here we go. Peace out guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of adulting like a mother father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the direct message network on podcast one.